Welcome to TuneIn's In Conversation With podcast series, in which we invite Kenyan leaders and trailblazers to discuss their lives and work. Today's episode is part of our In the Arts Vertical, featuring Nairobi illustrator Lulu Kitololo and filmmaker Nyendo Muki. We give special thanks to 254 Brewing Co. for sponsoring this series. This is the second of four segments. Find part three at www.innairobi.com forward slash tune in. This is Tune In by the In Network. I think like when you're talking about having a lack of appreciation for creativity, I feel like this is very closely linked to a lack of appreciation for culture, mm-hmm. which is like based on the colonial history that we've experienced and, and been subjected to. Yes. So it's so strange that like decades after independence, we're still reinforcing a colonial structure that says that creativity is not worthwhile because we were told our creativity wasn't worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to like release that. Yeah. Um, and I remember having people like really asking me questions uh-huh. like, why would you... What is art? Why would you do that? Are you ever going to make money? And, you know, also the idea that the only thing of value in life is something that produces wealth. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. not to say that we're not producing wealth. Mm. We are producing wealth in different ways. Yeah. And it's not the there's main money, objective. But there's also right. different sort of wealth. Like yeah. there's emotional wealth. Yeah. Different things that we're experiencing. Yeah. But if there is not a traditional path that equates money at the end, people don't understand what Mm -hmm. you're doing. Mm -hmm. So this has been part of um, my journey. And I think this is why also I had to leave to go to art school at the the time when I did. You know, this was like 2001, I think. And I think now there's more opportunities for people to study art here. Yeah. And like animation and filmmaking. Yeah. But at that point, it's like if you want open-mindedness, you had to leave the country. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, unfortunately. And, you know, you just reminded me of an experience I had. So for my master's, so I went to art school and then I went to do an an African studies degree. And again, I did it outside. And, you know, the unfortunate fact is that there are all these scholars um, who are practicing abroad and libraries with all this, you know, recorded knowledge, but it's abroad. And so... Um, so there was that, mm. but then there were people, um, you know, saying to me, and it goes back to what you were saying about appreciation of our culture. Mm. People were like, but you're African. Why do you need to, to study Africa? And, <laughs> and the irony is, yeah. is, you know, that we don't study ourselves. No, don't. And so we're constantly looking no, even, outside. Even yeah. art school, when, yeah. um, when you're looking at like African art history, mm-hmm. it's mostly West African. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. Egyptian art is in a different section of its yes. own for yes. whatever particular reason. It's not quite Africa. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this for colonial ideas <laughs> yeah. and ideologies yeah. have put Egypt separate from yeah. black Africa. Yeah. 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 Eastern Africa doesn't feature in no. these histories. So no. I learned a lot about like Igbo and Yoruba art. Yeah. But none. Ooh, I should uh-huh. ask you. Uh-huh. Who's your Orisha? Who's my Orisha? Yeah. Do you know who your Orisha is? In terms of... <laughs> Okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Just ask, well, we need to change the battery, I think. Yeah. What? What? Okay. Memory. The memory. It's fine. It's done. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you know who your Orisha is? I, you know, I don't know. I, like, I know uh-huh. the Orishas that right. I like. Yeah, right. and, and And that I, you know, mm. I want to identify with. Okay. Um, but no. Do you, do you know who your Orisha is? Mine is Yansa. Mm. 
So we should do a combo where uh-huh. I learn more about the other Orishas and yeah. you find out who your Orisha is. Okay, that's yeah. a deal. That's yeah. a deal. This okay, gonna, homework. Yeah, if people want to know what we're collaborating in, <laughs> in the future. <laughs> Something to do with the Orishas. Oh, I love it. Yeah. 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 No, I love it because yeah. I'm so fascinated by those belief systems. And the sad thing is like finding information about some of ours on, like you said, on this side of yeah. the continent. Yeah. Like, maybe because... Yeah, maybe we need to rope in some more people. I I think the in magazine maybe could 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 could, um, you know, host a collaboration. Cause yeah, yeah, I feel like I I you know every now and again I meet people who mm. are working on some kind of historical research. Right. But we're doing it in silos. Yes. And then, like, where does this information then come out and yeah. live? Yeah. And and maybe we just need to. Yeah, because Nico mentioned that they, that in was yeah. going to do a project on like African history, exactly something of the sort. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So we should. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I feel like, and and maybe this is. I don't know what your experience is, mm. um, but I remember having this conversation with somebody else this week, and they were like, you know, what are the creative hubs in in Kenya, for right. instance? And I was like, I mean, I don't know. Like, are there any? What are they? Where are they? And and. And I don't know, maybe I'm, I, we're working in silos too much. You see, somehow. I find this very surprising to hear because, yeah. Lulu, I feel as if you're so interconnected into things, yeah? Uh-huh. I'm an animator, so I'm usually at home, in my studio, uh-huh. just like fighting with my computer for hours, <laughs> or weeks on end. I come out and I'm seeing people only when I have to do my hair or something of the sort when I'm buying groceries, you know? Mm-hmm. That's the time I leave. Mm-hmm. Or when someone has told me to come here and talk with Lulu. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. So I feel that you're so interconnected with people. So it's really surprising for me to hear that someone will ask you about hubs. And I'm wondering how you're not connected with those hubs. Like people have not approached you as Lulu Kichololo. Like, uh-huh. why have they not approached you? I don't get it. But like, who, 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 like, because this was my thing. When they asked me, I was like, I don't know. Like, I mean, what constitutes a hub? Maybe we start there. Like, how do we define what a hub is? Um, Because, yes, I know lots of creatives. And, you know, when I'm doing pop-up markets Mm. and we're all selling our wares, you know, we'll catch up and it's great. And I feel like there's a really good community. Um, So there's a sense of community. But I don't know, when I think of hub, I think of... um, something that's rooted in a place, whether that's online or in real life, but right. it's, you know, and that's intentional about um, kind of facilitating maybe events, activities, learning. So the, the hubs I know are like involved mm. with tech. When exactly. they're involved with like, the times I've been called into them, it's yeah. because of like maybe 360 filmmaking and I'll okay. be called because I've done some 360 films. Gotcha. Um, these sort of hubs, but, Okay, so my, my experience is like being called in when I have a specific um, technological experience Got that someone you. else uh, wants to investigate. Got you. So I'm, I'm just trying to think about <clears throat> why we're called in, but maybe why we're not like a bigger part of it, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think it goes back to that appreciation thing, right? right. Like it's it's, you know, people appreciate tech and things that are very kind of right hard rig- yeah rigid. yeah right but, um you know how do you how do you quantify um creativity and in like that kind saying. of innovation right. so right. 
I think that's, you know, it's hard to, to maybe, maybe it's hard to raise money for, yeah, something that is very hard to quantify and, right, and put in a, in a box. So it's really interesting when you said how um, a lot of your work is funded by grants, um, which is such a different experience right. from mine where, you know, I have clients and, and things. So I'm so interested and intrigued as to how do you go about that process? Right. Um, like, what are your like key learnings? Um, Ooh, let's see. Okay, so a number of my films are a number of my films are uh, commissioned. Okay. And I find this uh, sort of thing really... It's a much more direct route to take. Someone comes to you, they say they want a film made about a particular topic or a particular mm. story, mm. and we work together. Usually all I'm asking for is that I have complete creative control. And they go for that. <laughs> yes. You see, that's that sounds so amazing to me. Be- because the yeah. thing is, if yeah. you're coming to me as yeah. Yendo yeah. to make a film for you, yeah. that means that you're skipping all the other people that you know can make yeah. a regular film. Right. Yeah. My film is already going to be ex- like experimental. It's going to have weird animation in it. I'm yeah. going to be combining animation and live action. Yeah. So you've come to me for a really yeah. specific reason. Yeah. You become you've come to me because you don't want the other types of films. Right. For this project. Right. So if you do that, yeah. I'll say fine, yeah. but I will control it creatively. Mm-hmm. Um, and they agree to that before we begin. Um, for grants, now this is like... Should we wait for a second? Okay. So, Chat, man. Stop it. Stop it. I like he's like, stop it. I like how Nicholas' accent goes from being very kawaii to yeah. being like British. Yeah. <laughs> Depending <laughs> on. Yeah. Men need grants too. Stop it. <laughs> Okay, so um, in terms of applying for grants, I think the advice that I would give people is Mm. that they need to allow other people the opportunity to say yes to them. What do you mean? So you need to apply for a grant so that you can be told yes or no. Uh And mostly I found in my career I've been over-focused on the threat or the possibility Uh. of no. So it holds you back from... It prevents me from even applying. Got you. Yeah, and you need to research online. There's different grants for artists, different grants for filmmakers. There's uh, traveling grants. There's grants where you can go and do residencies. So there are all these opportunities. And, um, you know, the times I regret is when I... Not when I've been told no. It's Uh when I've been too afraid to apply. Because in my head, I'm always like, oh, I could have. Yes. But I did not. Yes. So um, it's really hard to uh, advise people where to look for grants. You yeah. literally just go to Google. Right. Type in the film grant. You right. have to start there. That concludes part two of four of TuneIn's In Conversation With series with Kenyan illustrator Lulu Kitololo and filmmaker Ngendo Muki. For part three and more exciting content head to www.innairobi.com forward slash tune in. Thank you for listening. 
We give special thanks to Two Grapes Wine and Friends in Kilimani for hosting this discussion and to 254 Brewing Co. for sponsoring this series. This is Tune In by The In Network. Learn more at www.innairobi.com or on Instagram at the In Network NBO.